0: All things basketball, all things basketball, all things basketball. All things basketball. podcast. All things basketball. The podcast we're about to get our talk on cause brothers got the ball on. So let's discuss who's nice to us, who can handle the pill, who crossover is ill, who ankles got broke, whose D is no joke, which dunks are dope? Who can three-point shoot? Tap in all things basketball with Coach Luke. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball land? I hope you're doing well, because I tell you what, we got a lot of great basketball going on, people. We got a lot of great basketball going on, man, both on, on the women's side and on the men's side. Wonderful thing, man. It's a wonderful thing in the game of basketball. Well, let's get started with episode 129 let's get started with episode 129 and the name of episode 129 is just a game the name of episode 129 people just a game but before we get into the episode you know what we got to do we got to tap in baby Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is. Let's do it. All right. Episode 129. Excuse me. Just a game. Let's get it started. Well, our first topic, man, listen, Jamal Murray, phenomenal. We're actually watching Jamal Murray become a superstar in the NBA, right in the bubble. I mean, we saw this coming. Most people who, who are real pundits of the game and watch the game very closely could see the surge that Jamal Murray was taking as of last season or as of two seasons ago, really. And so this doesn't really come as a surprise to people who really follow the game. But some people who don't follow the game as much, it might be a very big surprise. But Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets is turning into one of the elite superstars in the game. Excellent shooter, man. Very savvy with the basketball in his hand. Big guard, combo guard that could do a little bit of everything. Phenomenal. Jamal Murray, man. You know, a Canadian native. Phenomenal ball player. Phenomenal ball player. I tell you, we're actually, like I said, like Coach Luke said, we're watching a superstar in the making right in the bubble. And of course, they beat the Utah Jazz last night to advance to the the second round, the semis, against the Los Angeles Clippers. And that's going to be an excellent series. I do believe that the Clippers have just a little bit too much for the Denver Nuggets. But, hey, you got to play the games. You got to play the games. And also, I guess that might be my my ticker talking. That might be my heart. Because you know the Clippers hold a real special place in Coach Luke's heart. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be a great series. I see it going five or six games possibly. And it might go seven. But I think the Clippers will outlast the Denver Nuggets. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Jamal Murray becoming a superstar in front of our eyes, right inside the bubble. Phenomenal, phenomenal player, Jamal Murray. Well, the Eastern semis are set. Uh, You know, you got Milwaukee versus Miami, and you got Toronto versus Boston. Last night, Boston took a 2-0 lead over the defending champions, Toronto Raptors. Um, Very tight series. Uh, Even though Boston has a 2-0 lead, do not rule out the defending champs. They're going to go down fighting, and they might still win the series. So like I said, it's a very even series. Uh, Boston has a 2-0 lead, right? And, you know, they're really playing, man. Marcus Smart really played last night. Marcus Smart really performed. I don't think the Toronto Raptors saw him coming. Uh, They were busy looking at Jason Tatum and Kimber Walker. So, I mean, Marcus Smart snuck in there and really played an excellent game. But the Boston Celtics are very deep, as well as the Toronto Raptors, the defending champs. They're very deep also. And so, you know, you got an even series there in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Milwaukee, Miami. A lot of people say Milwaukee has a little bit too much for Miami. I disagree. I think Eric Spolster is one of the best coaches in the game. I think Jimmy Butler is one of the best players in the game. And I think the supporting cast of veterans and and younger players, it's a great, great mixture. I think um, that series is a little bit tighter than what a lot of people are looking at. I think that series could go possibly six or seven games. And I wouldn't be surprised if Miami wins that series. Of course, Milwaukee has the edge. They have Giannis Attentacupo. And when you have a player of his magnitude, I mean, hey, you know, he's going to impose his will from time to time. But I would not be surprised if the Miami Heat uh, pulled that series out. And I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee wins because most people have Milwaukee winning that series. Phenomenal. So the Eastern Semis are set and they're going, uh, you know, they're moving forward with the Eastern Semis. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, man. All right, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. And um, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but we definitely are on all platforms. Google Play, Apple, iTunes, Podbean. I mean, we're, we're, we're on all platforms. Spotify, big up to Spotify, man. You know, we're on all platforms. So you can catch us on any platform that you want to. All Things Basketball Podcast. All right. And don't forget me on Twitter, man. Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. That's the movement, man. The timelines are there, man. Let's hit it. Let's do it. All right. OKC Thunder and the Houston Rockets are netted 3 3 no one saw OKC still being in the building or in the bubble right now. So we have to give kudos to Billy Donovan, all right? And, uh, you know, we have to give kudos to Chris Paul uh, and, and the rest of them, Donello Gallinari, you know, Stephen Adams. They're really playing some ball over there in OKC. And so that series is knotted, 3-3, three, three, all right? And, and 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 there's more people ask Where the pressure lies, there's, of course, more pressure on the Houston Rockets, all right? Because once they got Russell Westbrook in the building, it was sort of a shoo-in that they would be in the Western Conference Finals or sniffing somewhere around the championship. And so for them to be 3-3 with the OKC Thunder, hey, there's a lot of pressure in that Houston Rockets building. There's a lot of pressure on Daryl Morey because he did so much reworking of the cap, and things of that nature to get Russell Westbrook in the building, as we know, Russell Westbrook is the highest-paid player in the game at 39 million a season, and going upwards of 42 million for the next two following seasons. And so, when you have that on your table, hey, there's pressure. When you have that on your table, there's pressure. But today is the uh, game seven. The Oklahoma City Thunder against the Houston Rockets, excuse me, and it's it's win or go home. One of those teams will leave the bubble today. And so, you know, that's what we have uh, on that western side, man. That's what we have on that western side. And, of course, as I told you a little earlier, the Denver Nuggets are moving forward in the semis against the L.A. Clippers. And the Lakers are waiting in the wings to see who wins this game seven. And they will take on the winner of the OKC Thunder and the Houston Rockets. And so we're getting down to the nitty gritty, people. We're getting down to it being just four teams in the bubble. And, um, you know, we're moving forward. We're moving forward. And it's very, very exciting. Very exciting. All right. All right. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. Now. We're going to get on a little bit of a serious note right now. There was a two day holdout or sit out by the NBA players last week. And I know it was all over the news. All right. It was all over the news. The Milwaukee Bucks decided not to play their game deciding game uh, against the Orlando Magic. They've henceforth played that game, eliminated the Orlando Magic on Saturday but last week they decided not to play and it spiraled into all sports standing up. First it was the NBA, then it was the the MLB, uh, the NHL. I mean, everybody started to stand up. There were tennis players, golf players, and it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing and it all was initiated from a uh, shooting in Milwaukee of one gentleman named Jacob Blake. He was shot seven times in the back, all right? And so, you know, um, with all the social injustice that's going on right now, uh, I, I give great kudos to the Milwaukee Bucks for standing up and taking the stand. Something's gotta be done. This is just really, really people getting out of hand. And so we'll always remember the Milwaukee Bucks for taking that stand and starting the domino effect not only in the nba the wnba sat out until friday evening uh like i said mlb nhl um, soccer leagues um everybody's just started to sit out and 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 people want things done this is really getting ridiculous and so as long as everybody stays unified something's going to happen now over here at all things basketball podcast we're no politicians and we're not really actual news reporters of, of, of social events and things of that nature other than basketball. But I tell you what, Coach Luke and my staff, we're not under a rock, and so we gotta bring this to light too, just like everybody else. Uh, and so the Milwaukee Bucks stood up and it started a domino effect, like I said before, where other teams and other leagues stood up, and there was a lot of talks in those two days before Saturday. There was a whole lot of talks in those two days before Saturday. Some people say everybody has to get out and vote. Yeah, everybody must get out and vote, but I think there has to be a stronger dialogue, a stronger dialogue from the regular citizen to the, to the police department. There must be a stronger dialogue, and right now we don't have that type of dialogue with our, our local policemen. And so this will continue, I believe, until we start having a stronger dialogue and we're able to let police officers know how we feel and and vice versa, let the officers tell us how they feel. And so that's what it's gonna take in my eyes to get something done. But again, the Milwaukee Bucks stood up and and, and I can't be more proud of those young men in in the NBA because they started something very, very big. And it will continue. It will continue. All right. Tap in, baby. Tap in to All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. And don't forget Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. Let's get those timelines going. Let's do it, man. All right. We got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile. Will Minnesota stand up, man? Jalen Suggs, 6'5", combo guard, can actually play the small forward a little something too. All right. He's an All-American out of Minnehaha Academy Very popular academy in Minnesota. I I, I know a few young men that play at that academy. Minnehaha Academy out of Minnesota. Jalen Suggs is our AAU profile for this show. We're not actually sure what college he's going to, uh, but he will be attending college somewhere. And actually, I'm starting to get little tremors that he, he might just go into the NBA Pathway program. That's phenomenal. He might just go past college and go into the NBA pathway program. That's how good Jalen Suggs is. Again, 6'5", 200 pounds, out of Minnesota, Minnehaha Academy, and his AAU outfit, grassroots sizzle. His AAU outfit, grassroots sizzle. And that's our AAU profile for uh, episode 129, Jalen Suggs. All right. Sad, sad news to the basketball world, and I'm going to tell you right now. Sad, sad news to me personally. The reason why is that when I got into coaching, this was one of the gentlemen that I really looked up to. Never met him in my life. Always wanted to play for him at Georgetown. And as you know, legendary coach John Thompson has left us. RIP to John Thompson. He's a legend, a Hall of Famer, an excellent coach, the very first African-American coach to win an NCAA championship. Sad, sad time. Big, big hit for basketball in general. All right, we lost Kobe Bryant earlier in the year, and now John Thompson, very, very strong uh, figures in the game of basketball, and it really hit home. As I said, I really looked at him as a mentor, not meeting him, but as a mentor, uh, watching him on the sideline, watching how he interact with his players and things of that nature. You always got to have somebody that you look at and kind of model your game after. And for me as a coach, John Thompson was that. All right. Um, We're going to go into a little bit about uh, John Thompson, the coach and the player. All right. He, 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 you know, he, he came from Providence University and was drafted by the Boston Celtics. He was the backup to to the great Bill Russell for many, many years, all right, won championships there in Boston. So, you know, what winds up happening is uh, uh, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1966 as a Boston Celtic, as a backup to Bill Russell. He was also inducted in the Hall of Fame as an excellent coach for the University of Georgetown, all right, and so he was inducted twice, once in 1966 and once in 1999. Phenomenal, man, phenomenal. He was a coach at Georgetown for many, many years, many, many years, won a championship there and reached four other championships there, all right. Um, I'm just going to name a couple of players that have impacted the game and have Im- I, I He has so many players, people that I can't name them all, but I'm going to give you some notable players that we probably can um, um, get involved with as far as John Thompson's involvement with them. Of course, you know, Allen Iverson, he gave him an olive branch when no one wanted Allen Iverson. He gave Allen Iverson a chance and we saw what Allen Iverson did with that as a Hall of Famer, and now, all of a sudden, he's become an icon to the game of basketball. And um, you have Alonzo Mourning, you have my guy, Patrick Ewing, a Hall of Famer, all right? Alonzo Morning is also a Hall of Famer. You got Dikembe Mutombo, you got Ronnie Thompson, and you got Michael Graham, and again, like I said, if I sat here, all episode, I mean, the whole episode would be Totally of his former players that suited up in the Georgetown uniform, and so John Thompson will be sorely, sorely missed. Um, and, and you know, it's a big blow to the NBA, a very big blow to the NBA people. Um, not just the NBA, but the 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 basketball perils uh, uh, completely um, from college, high school. Uh, NBA, WNBA. John Thompson's a legend, and he will be sorely, sorely missed. <sighs> Keeping in that vein, and I had to take a deep breath. Sorry, excuse me. Um, we also lost Clifford Robinson. Clifford Robinson, coming out of Yukon University, 18 year NBA vet. Um, most people around the league know him as Uncle Cliffy. <laughs> I don't know where that name came from, but that's what they used to call him, Uncle Cliffy. Clifford Robinson, to me, people, is one of the first people at 6'11 that could really hit a three-pointer, could drop back to the line and hit a three-pointer. He was a very versatile big man. And in my eyes, you know, we see that often right now. But back then, it wasn't uh, very the norm that a guy 6'11 wasn't in the paint and putting his hand up to get the ball. Clifford Robinson could nail the three, and he can go in the paint and deal with the best of them. Excellent, excellent veteran uh, player. We lost him also. uh, And, you know, it's a sad, sad day. I don't want to, you know, John Thompson was such an icon. All right. I, I definitely wanted to put Clifford Robinson in this show because we have to recognize guys that aren't, perennial all-stars but were excellent players and Clifford Robinson was one of those RIP Uncle Cliffy you will be missed also Um, and then definitely in Portland where he helped Portland get to an NBA Finals and so Clifford Robinson will also be missed. Well the Brooklyn Nets have been very quiet about the hiring of a new head coach. I think what wound up happening before they hired Kenny Anderson, Kenny Ackerson, excuse me. I guess K.A. is on my mind. But uh, Kenny Ackerson, they were very vocal, very media savvy, and they played it all out in the media. Now, there was nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like they took a, a turn to be under the current and a little quiet this time. Some of the front runners are Mark Jackson, Tyronn Lue, uh, You know, and I'm starting to hear Greg Popovich's name. I don't know whether that'll happen, but I'm starting to hear Greg Popovich's name on that list. That would be something else. Um, and, and, you know, and of course, Jock Vaughn, the interim coach, is still there. He's still doing the day-to-day. And so I just think that the Brooklyn Nets are doing it different this time. They're taking a very quiet approach as far as who's going to be their head coach. And it's their prerogative, people. It's their prerogative. They haven't made a decision yet, but a decision will be coming soon. A decision will be coming soon. I know a lot of people are saying, who's going to be the coach? Who's going to be the coach? It's better that an organization takes its time I mean, the Brooklyn Nets have have, um, had several coaches in the last maybe six years. And I think what they're trying to do is the next hire that they have, they want that hire to grow along with the team. Because that's what makes success on any level. Where you hire a coach and you let that coach have the freedom to cultivate and mature a team and the way that he best knows how to do it. Not putting a coach on the bench and saying, "Hey, you got one or two years to get this done." No coach can really coach under those pressures. Some do, but not many coaches can coach under that pressure when you have when you hire a coach and you give that coach a certain time frame as opposed to just saying, "Hey, come in, Do your thing. We're confident in you. And um, we're going to wait it out while you change our fortunes. That's when a coach really can do the best job possible. When you have the establishment and you have the front office uh, backing you and you know that they're confident in you to get the job done. Now, the Brooklyn Nets, of course, you got Kyrie Irving, uh, Kevin Durant. I also believe uh, uh, with those strong um, attitudes, you gotta get the right guy. You gotta get the right guy, and you gotta get a guy that they respect, also a guy that really knows the game of basketball. You can't basically bring in a newcomer uh, to the game or uh, a wild card to the game. You gotta have a guy with tons and tons of experience. All right, because you have some real strong minds in that locker room and they will question you if, I mean, you know, if they feel the need to or they don't understand what the heck you're putting on the floor. And so that's what's happening out that Brooklyn building, the Brooklyn Nets are really taking their time as far as making a pick to for their head coaching position. Well... Episode one twenty nine, people. It's been a ball. I'll see you episode one thirty. Um, hey, have a good day. Have a good week. I'll see you next week. Uh, God bless. Take care of yourself in these tough times. I'll see you episode one thirty. All right. God bless.